Welcome to the Savings Angel Show. I'm Josh Ellis, the Chief Executive Angel at SavingsAngel.com, podcasting to you from amongst the palm trees of Orlando, Florida. Now, I'm an extremely busy consumer expert, money-saving advocate, syndicated newspaper columnist, and that guy that turns digital entrepreneurs into media celebrities at UpMyInfluence.com. I love what I do and can't wait to get going on today's episode. Now, in order to help you save more, earn more, and live more abundantly on today's show, I'll be covering the benefits of switching your cell phone service. We'll also be talking about seven valuable secrets to effectively price yard sale items and why it's important to be adequately insured. So if you're ready to go, let's do it. thing I want to talk about is how you can get paid for losing weight. Yeah, you could actually do it. Here's here's a little service I found and I've used it before. In fact, I'm about to use it again. It works. It is I've I've done it now 3 times and every single time it has worked for me. And uh, the service is called Diet Bed. Now, let me explain how to work this. <laughs> so, here's the deal. The goal is, uh, and there are different types of competitions that you can join, but we are doing a, uh, a competition where you lose 4% of your weight in four weeks. And when you do it, you actually win money. So uh, there's going to be a lot of other people that are going to join in. Everybody bets $35. Everybody puts that money in the pot. Now, Savings Angel people, historically, we've done this a couple of times, do pretty well. Like, we're, we're all pretty ambitious. We don't want to lose our $35. And there's other just random people in the diet bet system. They join. They don't always win. So what you do is you put the $35 in now to get your money back and win the money from other people who don't win. Uh, all you have to do is just lose 4%. So the start date for this, because I want you to join me, it's July 30th. We could totally do this. Look, I have won every single time. Men win, women win. It's, it, it's not that difficult. In fact, so last time I did this, uh, I my goal was to lose 7.7 pounds, and I actually lost 10.8 pounds uh, in four weeks' time. So, you know, it's. I think most of us would agree it's not rocket science. It's just motivation. It's just accountability. That's really what is uh, keeping us maybe from not living at the weight level that we'd like to. And so if you'd like to join me, we're going to do this, uh, and we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to be very involved. There's a little community that it will be part of a small group. I'll be in there all the time, checking in on everybody, sharing my, uh, my successes, my stories, you know, what I'm I'm doing, and I would love, 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 love for you to join me. We could totally do this. Look, just look at whatever your weight is um, and calculate 4% of that, and that's what you can absolutely lose with me. It's going to be a lot of fun, and again, that starts July 30th. Now, the last day to join is August 6th. Okay, so what you do is just go to savingsangel.com 
and you'll see the image that it says lose 4% of your weight in four weeks and get paid to do it. Just it's real big. You'll see it. If you don't have access to that, then just go to savingsangel.com slash diet bet. And let's do something fun together. Um, let's get healthy together. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but uh, I, I'm at that time now where, you know, again, it's not a big deal. Just, you know, our weights fluctuate. And so now for me, I'm at that time where it's like, okay, time to, uh, time to get proactive and make sure that I lose that uh, 10 pounds that I kind of, uh, kind of go back and forth between. So love to do that together. Let's talk about the benefits of switching your cell phone service provider. Now, the average cell phone bill is now over $80 per month per user. That's a lot of money. I mean, I've got five people in my family, and sure enough, I mean, we're paying a lot of money uh, for our cell phone bills. So if you're using one of the big four cell phone providers, hopefully you have a very good reason to do so because they generally cost more money than all of the newer alternative services that are available that work amazingly. They work just as well. So now among all the cell phone providers you could choose, Ting.com is probably the best mobile you've never heard of. And they actually win our Savings Angel seal of approval. In fact, Consumer Reports just did a study and they ranked Ting as one of the best mobile brands. So not only can you save a huge amount of money, but it's also convenient to switch over. It's super easy to use. So Ting does mobile phone service differently. They have no startup fees. There's no plans. And you'll never be locked into a contract. You just pay for what you use. So you don't have to worry about overpaying for unlimited services that you don't actually use frequently enough to be worth it. Now, unlike in the old days, when you had these like alternative carriers, um, they now have nationwide LTE coverage. So you're not going to sacrifice great cell service. It works just as good as the big guys. You're going to have network coverage from coast to coast. And here's the cool thing. So this is obviously, this is one of the first questions I had when I was taking a look at this. Do you need to buy new phones? I remember a long time ago, uh, I couldn't, there was some carrier I looked at and you couldn't, it wouldn't, iPhones wouldn't work on it. So iPhones work just fine on Ting. It works with almost any phone, old or new. So you just bring your existing phone over. Now, one of the things I like about Ting is, have you ever tried calling your cell phone provider? You go through like this voicemail navigation, this labyrinth that you have to go through to finally get to somebody. So one thing that Ting really prides themselves on is the fact that when you call in, you're actually going to get a human being. <laughs> and so I can't tell you the number of times I've been on these just ridiculously long calls um, with my, we'll call them cell phone provider X. Uh, so I'm really, really excited to be able to uh, make the migration over to Ting. So Ting works if you constantly stream video, uh, maybe on Verizon, maybe this wouldn't be the best carrier for you because you're just, I mean, your bill is just going to be through the roof. But listen, if you can properly utilize Wi-Fi, which is really smart, don't pay for data for that. Just try to always get on Wi-Fi. And if you do that, Ting is a no-brainer. So you can actually go to angel.ting.com and they actually have a little calculator thing that you can find out exactly what you are going to pay. And here's the deal. The average Ting customer spends $23 a month per line. So, oh, and then it gets better. If you go to angel.ting, 
ting.com. That's A-N-G-E-L dot ting, T-I-N-G dot com. Then you're going to get $25 off your first bill or $25 off a new phone when you sign up. So again, if your average bill is $23 uh, for a single user and you get $25 off, that's pretty good. So write this down because I want to make sure you don't think, hey, Josh, this is pretty cool. I should check that out. Uh, I don't want you to forget about it. So please write this down. Okay, I've done that before with other potential money-saving services, and I realized I was just losing money month after month after month because I didn't jump on that really good idea. This is a good idea. Angel.ting.com, and you're going to get free $25 off your first bill or a new phone. This is smart savings, my savings angel friends. You don't need to sacrifice anything. It's easy, automatic savings. Now, saving money on bills is nice, but sometimes you need to earn a little extra money too. If you're hosting a yard sale, check out these seven valuable secrets to effectively price yard sale items. Yard sales can help you declutter your home while making a little extra money, but the dilemma of what to charge for your items can get in the way of all the fun. Now, if you charge too much money, your items aren't going to sell and you'll be left with clutter. If you charge too little money, even though you'll declutter, you'll hardly make any money for all your efforts. I feel like this needs to be like some sort of a sim game or something on your phone. All right. But here we go. I'm going to help you. This is the Josh's life hacks to like how to do a walkthrough, uh, this total game walkthrough on how to price perfectly for your next garage sale or your next garage sale simulator game. Because you again, you want to find the right balance between the two. You just got to follow these tips and tricks. You ready? Seven valuable secrets. Here we go. Here's number one. You need to price items between 10 to 45% of their original value. Now, yard sale shoppers are looking for a bargain, so it's important to keep things pretty inexpensive. If you remember what you paid for an item originally, use that as a starting point and pick prices that reflect both the value and the condition of the item. Higher-end or specialty items in excellent condition can fetch closer to 45% of what they would new. But lower-end or common items should always range closer to 10 to 20% of the price new. Now, these lower prices account for wear and tear and age. No matter how nice an item is, however, beware of emotional pricing. This is probably one of the biggest faux pas we make when pricing at a garage sale. This is when people price things much too high because of their sentimental value. Emotionally priced items don't sell. Number two, do some research. If you can't remember what you originally paid for an item, or if it is a rare specialty item, look it up online. Sites like eBay can give you a good idea of what people are willing to pay for a specific item. Now, to get a better idea of what locals are willing to pay, you could scout out a couple of other yard sales a few weeks prior to holding your own. Write down what others are charging for similar items and take note of whether or not buyers seemed interested. Yeah, that's you. I can imagine just kind of sitting in the car with binoculars, watching buyers. I mean, if you want to, you can. Number three, leave room for haggling. For larger, expensive items, set the price a little higher than its estimated value. Buyers then have room to haggle the price down and you buy 
both are happier with the transaction. Don't be offended when they ask for lower prices. Just the way that this works. You've done it. I know you have. Well, at least if you listen to this show, I hope you are. Now, before you even begin to sell, establish for yourself a minimum price and an ideal price. The minimum amount is the least you will accept for the item. The ideal is the price that you hope to get for the item. And then price the item first at your ideal price, then allow buyers to haggle if they wish. Number four, price items by category. Some items are similar and can be grouped in a category, such as books, DVDs, and shoes. Price all of these items the same to make it easier on yourself and your customers. For example, all paperback books cost 50 cents, hardcover books cost $1, DVDs cost $2, etc. Number five, you can offer bulk pricing. Group together like items and offer a discount if customers buy many of the same type of item. For instance, you could sell hardcover books for $1 each or seven for $5. Now, this encourages customers to buy more so you clear out the clutter that much faster. Number six, by the way, you think your grocery store doesn't do this intentionally? Of course they do. They do it because they sell way more product. We're just going to use that technique to help you move your products. Number six, price everything before the sale starts. Now, there are many people who are uncomfortable asking about or offering a price, so a potential buyer might walk around from unpriced items. Even if you're blessed with plenty of buyers that are not shy to ask about prices, when you have to think on your feet, you may not come up with the best price. You'll also be deciding on the fly whether or not you want to haggle or if your price is firm. That can often spell losing a sale. I don't want you to do that. And finally, number seven, make the prices easily visible. Once you decide what to charge, label each item clearly with its price. Neon colored stickers or tags work well because they stand out. Use a marker to write the price on the sticker or tag as large as possible. If customers can't find the price of an item, they may not think it's worth the bother to ask you. So unclear prices can cause you to lose customers. So there you go. Seven tips to help you sell more at your next yard sale or your next yard sale simulator game. I know there's got to be. That, that game has to exist. Please, that would be way too much fun. Now, adequate insurance can help you live more abundantly so that you're not always worried about life's what ifs. I want you to live life comfortably with with joy and I don't want you worrying and stuff. That's part of living abundantly. So most people rarely think about the various insurance policies and whether or not they're adequately insured. Now, you may sign up for health insurance when you start a new job, purchase homeowner's insurance when buying a new house, or look into auto insurance when you're car shopping. Now, beyond that, though, you may never give your insurance a second thought until you have to file a claim. Oh, no, that's a bad idea. Listen, as my savings angel friend, I want you to be a little bit more proactive. So let's talk about property and casualty insurance, okay? Now, many types of insurance fall under the broader category of property and casualty insurance, such as homeowner's insurance and auto insurance. But what does that include? So there's a couple aspects here. The first aspect of property and casualty insurance protects all your stuff, your car, your home, and your items within your home. You got it? The second part is called liability insurance. Now, this protects against damage to another person's property. For instance, 
paying for repairs to another person's car in case of an auto accident. Now, liability insurance protects your future ability to succeed in other financial goals like retirement and debt repayment. Ugh, can you imagine having a major liability claim and you don't have liability insurance or you're way undercovered? Uh, that could be horrible. It could really mess up your future. So, Let's talk about what's included in your insurance coverage, because it's important to read the fine print and determine what your insurance covers and to protect against any gaps. For example, homeowners and renters insurance cover most of the items within your home, but the value of some items may be lower than your deductible. So what this means is you would still have to pay to replace those items. So to remedy this, you could pay more each month to get an insurance policy with a lower deductible. Now, you can also build your personal savings to cover the cost of those items. Now, in a perfect world, I think that's what you would want to do um, so you're not having to pay for additional premiums. Uh, but then again, that means that you have that money set aside and you just kind of have to weigh the odds there of actually filing a claim. Now, on the flip side, some items within your home are too valuable for your regular homeowner's insurance to cover. Now, anyone who owns extremely valuable items such as family heirloom, should purchase what's called valuable personal property insurance. Now, figuring out which items your insurance covers is just the beginning. You also have to find out what perils your policy protects you from. Now, common covered perils include theft, fire, and water damage. So, yeah, we just had a water damage thing. So, if someone steals an item from your home and your insurance covers theft, you can make a claim. Most insurance doesn't cover all perils, though. Most homeowners insurance policies don't include flood insurance. So you should purchase this separately if you live in an area prone to flooding. So the next question someone always asks is, well, how much coverage should you purchase? I've got a great answer for this. Now, different insurance policies vary widely in how much the monthly premiums cost and how much coverage they offer you. Now, it can be hard to balance between saving money on a monthly basis and making sure you're properly insured. Adequate coverage means that an unexpected incident would not leave you financially destitute. This means you need to at least cover the cost of what it would take to replace an item if you were going to replace that item. Now, anything above this is considered extra, but it can sometimes offer some added peace of mind. Now, you know you're paying too much in monthly premiums if the cost of insurance is derailing your other financial goals. Insurance should protect today while also safeguarding your ability to grow tomorrow. Now, finally, and I'm a big, listen, I'm like a nut on this and you should be too. Look, if you and I are going to remain friends and I say, let's remain friends, you need to review your insurance coverage annually. Just kidding. I'm not going to hold it against you, but you should still review your insurance coverage annually. Your life is constantly changing. So you need to make sure your insurance coverage keeps up. You should review your insurance coverage at least annually, but also whenever you experience a major life change. And listen, Insurance companies can also just 
up your premium on you and you might find that there's a better service that you might want to move to. Now, USAA, for example, is service we move to and they can help you each year as you review your coverage to make sure that there are no gaps. That's my provider. Listen, if you qualify for USAA, it is a major, major hookup. The service is amazing the quality of service. The prices are usually very competitive. As you know, I'm a big advocate for the service. Now, here's the deal. To qualify, you have to have either served in the military or you are the dependent child of someone who served in the military or like you could even be the grandchild of someone who served in the military. So they have to serve in the military. They also need to be a USAA customer. And that really doesn't take a whole lot. So definitely if you can qualify or you know people who qualify, have them check it out. I'm a huge advocate for USAA. Now, what they'll do in the case of reviewing your coverage to make sure there's no gaps is they can also talk about an umbrella policy. Now, This looks at your lifestyle and property as a whole and not just the basics like auto insurance and homeowners insurance. You can make some smart decisions there. Now, they also take your financial situation into consideration as well as your living situation and location. All this ensures that you're adequately insured no matter what life throws your way. And look, listen, you and I, we're good friends, right? (laughs) And again, we've been talking about our friendship a lot during this interview. And it's really important to me to make sure that you make smart decisions for your family. Your family's valuable. Your home is valuable. Your car is valuable. Like, I want to make sure that you're adequately protected. You're not overly protected. You're not spending way too much, but you're spending the perfect amount so that, heaven forbid, something bad should happen. I don't want you to be in a bad situation where you have to give up your life savings or anything uh, horrible like that. So again, this is all about living abundantly, my friends, and uh, living abundantly is part of living abundantly. If you've loved hearing everything on this podcast, would you take a minute to leave a five-star review in iTunes? By doing so, you help us get this podcast out to more people. The higher our rating, the more we're noticed. And I cannot spread this message of abundance without you. As always, if you have any specific questions or if there's something you'd like to hear me talk about, listen, we'll do it. Just drop me a comment in our podcast feedback, write to me on our Facebook group, or call me on my podcast hotline. It's 407, that's uh, Orlando area code, by the way, 205 9250. Go ahead and call it right now and leave me a message. I'll answer your question, write you back, or with your permission, I might even share your question or story with others on this show. With that, have a wonderful week full of saving more, earning more, and living more abundantly. Have a great summer and thank you for listening. So when I try to sound smart, sometimes it just doesn't come off.